Greetings, I'm Jamie Skillen, your host with As You Wish Talk Radio and East City Stargate on Rumble and quite a few other platforms, BMO, and we, uh, we're still holding off on YouTube because of their censorship program is off the scale, and no matter what you say now, you're going to be censored, so, <laughs> you know, we, uh, I haven't even been on Facebook for a long time because I get, I've been in jail more than I've been on Facebook, so... Uh, I kind of stay away from that, but we'll, soon we'll probably be on Truth Social and a few others uh, getting on there. There's so much going on. I'm really surprised everything's still up and running because we we had a massive solar flare just hit us, and they call it the cannonball flare because it was multiple CMEs and they came in. Uh, and uh, I I'm really wondering if we got a little help on that or or what because uh, that should have really <laughs> done a lot of a lot of damage on the grid. The size of that but it had X-class flares in it and everything else. And you didn't hear too much about the damage. And, but, uh, but I know one thing spiritually, I felt this huge release and uh, we've been dealing um, with these, these reptilian serpent beings, all this stuff. And they, these energies are actually driving them out and it's also driving them crazy. And all the people that are working with those ent- entities are being, are going batshit crazy too. So, so uh, you're seeing people just lose it over little things. And uh, uh, the tyrants are getting more tyrannical. The virtue signals are getting more virtuous. And, uh, you know, I've been watching all these things roll out, the masks and everything else. You notice I still haven't cut my beard because I'll trim it when we get our freedom back. But uh, speaking of which, our glorious leader is just, pretty much screwed up everything i'm trying to you know people go well uh what is what is he screwed up and i said what, he, what hasn't he screwed up i i can't even you know just everything why, why even pick a topic you know it's like foreign policy the economy the health health and well-being just the civilization in in general he's just taken us to hell in the handbasket but uh and his group, but it's it's all it's all going to get rectified. I really do feel like that's what a lot of this energy is about is is shifting, you know, bringing all this up so we can see what it is, you know, and what it's all about, and then pushing it up and out. So when you see the chaos and you just see all this dark stuff coming up, just realize that's part of the healing. It's uh, bringing everybody's stuff up, and so all the hidden things like the you know drug trafficking, child trafficking. Uh, the bio labs and everything that's happening, uh, cleaning those out, which uh, our our friend 
and I know I'll get a lot of crap from this, but uh, people need to really look into what's happening in Russia, what's really happening in Russia. It's not, not anything of what you've been told. And so it's a war with the deep state. It's a war with the Nazis. It's a war with the bio, the bioweapons labs and uh, the global elite. It, we're entrenched in there and they're being cleaned out. So uh, there's so much more of the story. I don't believe in war. I, th- I think there, I wish there was another way, you know, I'm a peaceful person, but sometimes, you know, when, when people are gearing up to take you out, you have to deal with them. You have to remove them. And that's basically what's going on there. And you're going to, I think you're going to see that here too, very soon. So uh, there's a lot of stuff. I was listening to um, uh, Megan Rose's, uh, one of her channelings about what's happening with the, the space fleet and all the other things and, and how the Navy and their pilots are being trained and <clears throat> they're being upgraded their consciousness so they can interact with the ships and the weapons and things like that. And it was spot on, you know, it was very accurate. There's nothing I could argue about that. So she's putting out some very good information. Um, you know, all information has a percentage of accuracy. And uh, a lot of the information we've been hearing lately is about 70%. And and what's weird is I, I see some of the channels steering things right into the hands of the global elite and the Illuminati and go, no, it's not going to not going to go that way. It's not, that's not the way it's going to go. And, uh, you know, so, uh, but, but something is brewing something big. Um, we've seen so many ships here in Hawaii. They're at the ranch too. They're coming in on massive on coming in big time. Uh, I haven't, I don't, I'm not that savvy on downloading off the camera, but I've filmed quite a few ships here. We'll get that, get that up and running. But, uh, you know, every night that, you know, I, I sometimes I get up at 4.30 or 5, 5.30, sometimes walk outside, big ships coming down. So on that note, I wanted to bring some other people who have seen the ships so you don't think it's just me blowing smoke. <laughs> so uh, uh, there's, there's just so much going on. So Heidi, our neighbor here, is uh, coming over to join us. See if I can get this mic out of the way. There we go. Hi, James. Oh, you got green on. <laughs> oh, no. Look. <laughs> now you're disappearing. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. You'll, be, you'll, be the, you'll be my 5D mentor there. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, um, I'd, I'd love for you to talk about some of the ships that you've seen. I know you saw a massive ship. You mm-hmm. said it was something like miles long or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, down about 20 minutes from here, down in one of the towns. And uh, I was just feeling so much, like you said, there's so much ET activity going yeah. on right now and you can feel them. They're in the skies. They're just everywhere. They're really wanting to make their presence known. And I was kind of in a whole nother spacey kind of feeling. And I was like, what is happening right now? And when I looked up, I looked up in the sky and it was like this ginormous, like <laughs> you're, ship. You're yeah, sending, kinda... they're, they're beaming you up right now. Look at that. <laughs> I'm a headless. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Like you're phasing in and out. <laughs> where have i seen that before let me think uh, you know, so, it's like on star trek yeah know? exactly yeah yeah but no this this ship was just miles long and it just kind of felt like they're totally making their presence known yeah. and i haven't seen one like that i felt him but to just have it to see that and you know as i kind of tuned in i was like well it almost felt like what the word that came to my mind was arc like almost like noah's arc and it made me think wow are they here to like just hold frequency, which I know that they're doing right now because there's so many of them and so many, um, you know, the Palladians and Arcturians. I mean, all the different different ones are here. The Syrians, everybody's here. Yeah. Um, but are they also here to, it almost felt like, are they going to 
if, if stuff really goes down, are they here to come pick some of us up? Like if we choose to, you know, if that's what our, um, you know, contract is or whatever, are we going to be there for a while and then come back down here if things go awry? But, you know, it just kind of felt like um, a real, I guess, like a heartfelt just, hey, we're here. We got to, no matter yeah, how crazy yeah. this is, whatever it is, because I don't f- feel like they're our saviors either. You know, they're just, they're here making their presence known um, because there's so many levels to this uh, multi-galactic <laughs> war right here that's yeah. going on, right? This war on consciousness, so. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We've been feeling this really strong energy, like nothing is going to be the same. Um, mm. Things are going to change very rapidly. And, and they had to get ugly for a while just for people to realize, for the muggles to wake up and see what's really going on and, and to see what the woke you know, program is really about and, all, and the Green New Deal. All that stuff is all Illuminati sponsored you know, nonsense. But uh, uh, you know, the, the, if you look at the real science and, and we really need to look at it like humans do like something 0.4% of, it's a ridiculous amount. We, we have such a little footprint uh, and, you know, nature, you know, a volcano throws off massive, you know, and, and I've just seen these guys trying to write laws, you know, they they write laws against you can't swim with the dolphins. Next, they're going to write a law, an emission law on the on the volcano. I'm waiting for that to happen. Uh, you, uh, you've already had your quota. You've emitted too much CO2. We've got to cap this volcano. You know, it, it's really getting that psycho. And yeah, and, and I'm, I've been trying to figure out, okay, these, these like, Cort, whatever you know, occasional cortex, whatever her name is. She, she. Any of these guys have a calculator? I mean, I mean, this stuff they come up with. Do the math. You know, the buy an electric car. You're going to save so much money. And you go, well, do the math on the electric car. You know, and and so and so. My thing is, how are you going to charge the electric car? You know, a lot of the mm. generators are still operating on diesel and natural gas, and so. You got your electric car. You're still you're still creating electricity with with diesel and 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 gas. So so all these shortages and everything else are totally unnecessary. There it's 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 just ridiculous. So I th- I think we can phase out into alternative energies and things like that. But nobody has to suffer in the meantime. And and I just filled my t- my tank up. I had half a tank, and I'm driving this little jeep, you know. And I have half a tank, and I filled it up, and it was like seventy eight bucks. Whoa. for half a tank and I went Holy cow. are you kidding me I go how do people how you know somebody making 15 bucks an hour or 20 bucks an hour or something like that they're how are they going to get to work uh how how are they you Absolutely. know what if you use your vehicle for your work you know how are they going to start transporting food and and the truckers and everything else it's like this is pure insanity nobody knows you know, these other guys never use their calculator and they never look at the big picture on how this is going to impact everybody. So so I think, you know, in the short term, we, we have to look at that and just say, look, we can transition into this other stuff. We just don't have to drop the hammer and make everybody have food shortages and gas shortages and everything and mm-hmm. blame it on other countries and other people. You know, the, the buck lies with, you know, who, and uh, we won't mention Biden's name. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I just saw too, they were talking about the Federal Reserve was talking about the qualitative um, easing. easing and that it's usually like 20 to 40 somewhere in there. And now they've just taken off all the limits. So people are talking about massive inflation. I mean, you see the inflation already going crazy 
And it's just interesting because, you know, if we really for reflect and makes me think of like the bigger picture, like we talked, well, what's really trying to happen? Are they trying to get us to grow our own food? Are they trying to get us to get back into where we're in the driver's seat? Are they trying to get us to do alternative, you know, fuels so that we go back? I mean, I was just talking to a friend of mine about how there's a guy here that um, converts gasoline engines over to water, you know, and yeah. it's like, why aren't we starting? Maybe is that also part of some of the steering that's also happening too, is the old system falls away and. You know. Yeah, I know. I know a physicist. We won't talk about. I can't mention his name, but we've watched him convert water into jet fuel, into diesel, mm. and regular gas. All three, you know, and yeah, and thirty seconds. In thirty, 30, seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. Thirty. So, seconds. so I mean, uh, let's do that. So, so here, <laughs> here's what I want people to think about. So, you know, we're thinking about these cars. Okay, we got to get rid of all these gas guzzling cars. Well, not really. All we have to do is change the fuel. Totally. You know, and we can still have our, 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 what do, what do you call the, the big muscle cars and everything. We can sure. still do that. Yeah. You know, we just change the fuel. Okay. So let's go to the next step. What about your, your uh, electric car? You know, well, let's put a, a fuelless energy generator in there and uh, throw that in there. Then you can drive the tires off. You know, you can go forever on that car. And, uh, and the same thing with the water, the water for fuel, you can go forever. Okay, now let's go to the next level. You don't even need tires because we have anti-gravity and <laughs> counter-gravity. And you can say, hey, I think I'll have uh, breakfast in Japan and maybe Australia, I'll have lunch. And, and uh, you know, maybe I'll take a trip in the ocean because these things can go out of water too. So, uh, you know, all those spaceships can go underwater just as easy as it can fly through the air and Absolutely. go in space. So, so anyway, I mean, that's, that's what we're looking at. And I really feel like, this event just happened and it was that chronal mass ejection that backed up CME. And I just think that just pushed things so far over the edge that you're going to see everything moving really fast right now. I feel that too. Yeah. And, and all of us are feeling like, you know, I was kind of projecting out a few years and, and I was getting like, like, you may not even be here, you know? And I go, okay, well, I'm, I'm okay. Am I going to die or something? They go, no, no. I, they said, you may retire in the Pleiades or something. Mm. You know, you might be going somewhere else. And and I know I'm eight years beyond my contract that I agreed on because mm. everything's been really held back. And we, you know, everybody thought people didn't think there was going to be so much resistance and they didn't think the masses would actually be that stupid, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> that by now they would have figured it out. And so it took a lot longer than, than everybody thought. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I feel like uh, it's going to start moving really fast and you're going to see big changes and you're going to see the, these draconian Nazi re regimes for what they are. They're all going to be seen for what they are. And, and if you want to know who they are, just watch the news and reverse it. Just <laughs> so totally reverse everything they say. Mm -hmm. And the good guys are the bad guys and the bad guys are the good guys. So, so if you want to watch the news, that's just, just go and reverse everything you hear on the mainstream news. And then mm -hmm. you'll have a better picture of what's going on. Yeah. Well, I was thinking too, the timeline wars that are, have been going on for a long time, like you just said, everything kind of yeah. stopped and slowed down. I mean, it really feels like there's all these different timelines that have been taken out. And what I was feeling just in the last few weeks is it feels like massive timeline convergences, you know, and I know that's been happening, but it just yeah. felt like maybe that's even more of what's happening is a lot of these old timelines are getting taken down and they were just something flipped, you know, yeah, yeah, something, something really shifting. flipped. Mm -hmm. And and the old guard and the old energies and even the unseen negative, they were hanging on. They were doing yep. everything they could to hang on and stop it. 
and something just flipped. I don't know. It's going to take me a while to figure out what this is, but <laughs> something flipped and it was big and all of us are feeling it, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, I, I think this whole charity program and this whole virtue thing and, you know, all the evidence behind everything, you know, the, the, and the, and yeah. the mass and everything is all coming out now. And it's, it's just, the whole thing was just a big psyops and, Unfortunately, a lot of people are going to suffer greatly from that because there's other agendas behind that. Mm-hmm. And that's all going to be revealed. That's all going to come out. But I, I just, I really feel it's something, it's going to be really interesting to just watch the next few weeks what what happens because something something really flipped mm-hmm. and it flipped hard, you know? So, yeah. And, and I don't know if it's all the multidimensional beings coming in and they, mm-hmm. they did some spiritual mojo on it or, yeah. or, or I don't know what happened, but it, it's like uh, definitely something flips. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, so the, um, I think it's massive. And I, I just feel like there's so much of a presence from our, our, our family from the stars. I mean, talk about ships. It's like, we're seeing ships, not just those big ones, but little ones, you know, here and there, I saw, you know, power yeah. up a couple of weeks ago. I'm seeing them up in the clouds over the ocean. I know Kathy, you saw some of them too, like just incredible, you know, early morning hours too. And I, I just feel like they're asking us, look up, you know, if we haven't yeah. looked up, like look up, connect with us, like we're here to help. And, and I feel like, you know, there's so many of us, especially here that's watching your show that are already oh, yeah. connected to the stars oh, yeah. and they're just asking, you know, remember and you know yeah. we'll just get more more activated you know as we as we notice Definitely. them up there you know now kathy you saw some amazing ships i'd like to get just talk about that you saw a, re- a huge one split i've seen several since i've been here yeah but there was two in particular that i saw and one was right over the ocean and it was just this uh one was right over the ocean and yeah. it was this beautiful gold light and mm. it just it flashed me a couple times and it had such a peaceful, loving energy, and it was just calming and beautiful, and it was right on top of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was a couple nights ago, and I got out of my tent. It was about five thirty in the morning, and I look up, and immediately it just showed up in the sky, and then it broke off into sep- like I don't know, maybe three or four other pieces, uh-huh. and it only lasted for a few seconds, but it it gave me this excitement. Mm-hmm. I felt so excited in my heart, and that something nice. really good was going to happen, and something to look forward to and yeah you know, and really i really kind of feel like i know this is available to everybody but not everybody's going to feel this or experience this and i know there's some people that are just they're 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 going around their about their everyday life and they're just they want to be in that level of consciousness they just want to be a body and a personality and they're they're totally physical and external and and you know, they may not see any of this. I, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how you can miss it because everybody can see it if you go out and look. You have to look up. Yeah, yeah all you got to do is go out and look, look up. up. Yeah, look for up. sure. Yeah, you need an open mind, loving heart, pure intent, mm-hmm. focus on love and joy, send it to them, tell them you want to see them, you want to know what your connection is to them, and bingo, you know, things happen. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, you got to put the time in. You got to do the time. I just did a show in L.A., a radio show in L.A., and it was uh, – before I went on the show, they were talking about some hooker calling in and saying, saying how she was going to do the hose. Oh, it was one of those shows. And I go, oh, what am I doing here? You know, what, why did I agree to do this? But, you know, it's really interesting. And, you know, I did get to say things, but the callers were like unbelievable. It's like they're calling in 
and saying, what kind of crack are you smoking? You know, what, what kind of PCP are you on? Those are DMT experiences. And, mm-hmm. and th- that was two of the callers just ranted and ranted. And, you know, and I, I, I waited and I let them have their rant and everything else. And I just said, you're right. And they, and they didn't know what to do with that. You know, and I said, <laughs> well, you're right. I said, that's your experience. That's what you can experience. And that's your reality. And that's your right. I said, it's not my reality. And I said, it's sad that you've chosen such a limited reality. But I said, you're right. I'm not going to argue with you. You know, if that's, if you want to project all this stuff on me, go ahead, you know. And I told him, I said, you know, I'll pee in a bottle. I have no drugs in my system, (laughs) you know, at all. And I, I haven't had for God since I was 19, but, uh, you know, I did a little experimentation (laughs) when I was, when I was younger, but uh, very, very little. But, uh, you know, I even drink, you know, so so it's like, you know, these are all, you know, they couldn't understand this. I, I'm going, look, you know, we've got triple PhD Boeing engineers. We've got Air Force Base commanders, Skunk Works people, all these people coming, seeing the same thing. The cameras are, are, are videotaping it and taking photos of it. And these are, they're, are the people you really want to ask. We've had NASA people come out and they said, these are not ours. We, I don't know who these are. And so a lot of time when the government says we don't know who they are, they don't know. They haven't risen to the occasion. They don't have the consciousness to connect with these other beings and find out who they are and what their appearances are. So when they show you those fuzzy Tic Tacs and all this other stuff and you look at them as the experts, that's their re- that's all they know. They saw a fuzzy Tic Tac. You know, you know, have they had a near-death experience? No. Do they meditate? Probably not. You know, do they have they engaged contact or they want to have contact? You know, it's like, no, they're, they're busy doing their jobs and doing what they do. So, uh, um, you know, it's like, who's, you know, to me, I, it's not my job to, to push some reality on somebody else. You know, it's just, it's up to them to choose to uh, open up to it and then do what's necessary to have that experience for themselves. But yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. I just, but, you know, after I got off the show, I went, oh, God, that was sad, you know, mm. in a way, because these people may never know. They may, they, they're never going to know who they are. They're never, never going to know what's available to them. They're not even going to be aware of what's happening, this shift. And that eventually they'll see the physical counterparts of what's happening. But uh, it's going to be a long time in coming for them to ever figure this out, you know, and uh and it's kind of sad, you know, and, and, you know, after the show was over, they said, Hey, why don't you, why don't you come down to LA and come hang out with us? And I said, Nope, <laughs> Nope, not going to happen. You know, I said, I don't do big cities. I don't do very well in big cities. And, and, uh, you know, I spend 99% of my time clearing unseen negative energies when I'm in a big city. So it's just, I need to be out in nature. I need to have my hands in the dirt and, uh, and a place to meditate without all the psychic turbulence and all the craziness going on. So, and, and I think we all need to do that. We need to break away from social consciousness and all this other stuff mm-hmm. going on if we're going to get through these shifts. But uh, yeah, absolutely. I think you bring up a great point about being in nature. Cause I mean, that's, we're so disconnected from nature and it's like, yeah. we need to get back in there. I mean, I took a trip just a few weeks ago down to Mexico where there was no Wi-Fi, no nothing. And we were <laughs> with the, the gray whales and, I mean, talk about just an incredible experience and just to reconnect and just be in that nature place. And, you know, here I live in Hawaii and it's like, I think all of us, you know, there's nature everywhere, get in those mountains, you know, go out in a, go out in a lake, whatever it is, go garden, get your hands in there. And, you know, I think as you're talking to like with the, the whole, 
spaceships and connecting with your with your et friends it's like that also challenges all of our foundational stuff right yeah. too so it yeah. like it starts to crack that stuff and i know that it could be a scary place but it's really what we're being asked to do i mean and you're, you're reminding me kathy as you were talking about the other ships i've got a good friend that's on oahu and she actually texted me after a day or two after i saw that one big ship and she was actually telling me she goes are you seeing these huge ships <laughs> And, uh, and I was like, it's funny. You, I just saw it. And she goes, do you know what they want? And she goes, you know, and I said, well, I kind of feel like they're really asking us, you know, like connect to us, you know, what's going on. And that's what she was feeling too. Like they, they're here holding that space, holding that frequency and they're yeah. letting us know like, Hey, we're here, we're here. You know, you're not alone kind of a thing. And so just really expanding that energy. So it's, it's yeah. like, there's more and more of us that are noticing these, these huge, you know, and then it makes, doesn't it make you think about, I don't know, like I grew up with Christian and the Bible and everything. And what really was Noah's Ark? You know, I mean, I think about it <laughs> yeah, for a yeah. second, you think of an ark, is that really a spaceship? Yeah. And was there really a kind of crazy time where they took, you know, a bunch of people up on a ship and then brought them back down when things got better? I don't know. I mean, there's just, it just there's kind of things, cracks all your foundation. Yeah, there's things I keep wondering, like, first of all, what, how did they have enough food for all the animals? And then true, what did they feed the carnivores? Because it was two <laughs> by two and they had to feed one of them. That's the end of that line. You know? <laughs> and, and you really think about that. And I know there are these massive arcs that um, they've told me for a long time that they have everything that they've preserved on the inner earth and they mm -hmm. have other planets. I think one plant was like Lola Nager or something like that. And it was a planet and all it was, was a zoo. And it had everything from everywhere on it. Wow. The whole planet was just a zoo, you know, and uh, amazing. And, and so they said, yeah, we preserved everything. So mm. in case of, in case you guys destroy yourselves, <laughs> you know, well, we yeah. can come back in a million years. <laughs> received received life here on the earth yeah, so. i mean that's what admiral bird said too when he went down in the in the 30s or whatever it was and flew a plane in there said everything that like uh, dinosaurs and mammoths yeah. and all that stuff exists in the inner earth right and they control them with their minds you know they, oh, right you know because i I've, I've gone out of body and gone there and i saw i saw it was down there i saw a place where all these ships and planes and were stacked up on the beach and i said what's that and they said well they're in the door you know the, oh, the wow. bermuda triangle they said mm -hmm. when we open the door they get caught in it and i said well what happened mm -hmm. to them and he said well if they didn't flip out if they survived the journey they're here they're with us they don't want to go back you know mm. and so i think a lot of these people we thought disappeared are going to reappear and they're probably going to be ambassadors it gives me the chills yeah yeah something, totally something like that so yeah so anyway, I, I saw the same thing. I saw crystal cities. I saw mm. ships flying on the interior. And and I know people that have technology that can actually track those ships flying underneath us as well as above us. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's definitely going. The uh, I know we've got, uh, I'm looking at our clock here. I can't even see it because of the light, but I think we, we've got plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think, is there anything else you want to... Uh, uh, also, too, go to the web, go to the website eSETI.org because we have some uh, in May. We have a beautiful workshop coming up. We're adding workshops as we go, and and we're kind of waiting uh, to get guidance on the conference. We haven't gotten guidance yet on on when and how that's going to happen. Uh, we're waiting for these energies to shift because we like we don't like to plan too far in advance because we want to know what what the dynamics are that are going on so we we wait for the masters to go okay do it now or wait or and they keep moving dates around for us so 
So anyway, but everything's on there. I've got a self-mastery class coming up in June. A lot of people are, are coming in it already. So, uh, uh, you know, look at that, check that out. And, uh, uh, well, yeah, you, that conference you have in May with Cameron and Clark, that sounds yeah, pretty, pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah. I love those guys. I mean, so yeah, much they're great guys just and... hanging around with them. They're very positive. And, you know, talk about having trials. Those guys have gone through and, and yeah. uh, Clark just recently, you know, mm-hmm. had his legs broken and all <sighs> that stuff. And, and he's back, you know, he's out there doing his thing, mm-hmm. you know, so, so, uh, you know, and Cameron, you know, especially he's incredible. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. He works for Shout a company, out. but with amp- amputees and things like that. And that guy does more. I mean, he's got like basically one arm <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, he's got prosthetics or whatever for his legs and his, and his other arm. He, the guy's out there swimming, like way out in the middle of the ocean, you know, and he's going under under caves and mm-hmm. wanting to jump off of cliffs and everything. That's incredible. I, I know I go, you're crazy. I I've got <laughs> two arms and two legs. I'm not doing that stuff. <laughs> he was trying to get me to do it. Yeah. Like, no way. <laughs> oh totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's amazing. When he was here for our Dolphin seminar seminar, I mean he just was like yeah, bonsai right in the water, you know, and just the guy, the amount of mental capability and the stamina that he has and the, the joy and the love that he puts yeah. off. I mean, it's, he just, people gravitate to him and the experiences that he's gone through. Like I, he's just amazing. You know, I, yeah. If anybody feels yeah. drawn to go to his conference, I mean, I'd highly recommend. Yeah. If I went through everything you so. went through, I don't know. I, I'd probably just say I'm out of here. I you know, know. Right? Yeah, I'm checking right. out. I'm going to the other side. I, I, <laughs> I know who's there and I, you know, but, uh, nothing stops him. No, no he's like nothing does. Amazing, amazing spirit. But, uh, which it's really, I feel like, you know, I was thinking about this as you're talking, like what else are people really feeling right now? And there's a lot of fear coming up for people and people yeah. that the unknown and especially with this war going on and, you know, I, I feel like you had said, I think in your one of your newsletters, like turn the TV off. And it's like, really, that's one of the best things that we can do is yeah, really yeah. connect in and, and find that in your heart of what's true. And I feel like that's what a lot of this is because there's so much information wars and so many things that disinformation out there. And it's like, the more we can go into our hearts, the more we can discern like what's true and what feels right for you. And what are the next steps? Because a lot of it is, is all being created right now. And it's like, really, it's like almost one day at a time. You know, like I can't even, you know, it's like the way I used to think is what am I going to do five years from now? What am I going to do 10 years from now? Now it's almost like, what am I going to do next week? You know, what am I going to do tomorrow? I mean, that's really it. It's like everything's changing. Everything, like you said, I mean, everything is happening so fast and we, our minds can't wrap our heads around it is what it really feels like. Yeah. You know? Like it, there's so much going on, I'm gonna have to clone myself. I swear, there's, there's no way I can take care of all of it or get, get good, good help, which I have, but uh, get more good help, you know. But uh, yeah, it's it's crazy what's happening. And and uh, I, I saw I saw the story about this woman, she was trying to sell me this good luck charm for abundance, you know. And she's going, oh, it'll bring you abundance. I go, no, give it to somebody else. You know, I was, I've been living a very simple life. I want to stay that way. And and all this abundance is coming. I said, give that charm to somebody else. But, uh, but, you know, it's, it's a matter of, you know, it comes with a lot of responsibility with abundance and you have to learn how to channel that energy and channel it out. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, in the highest and best good of humanity, earth and make sure you're not creating dependencies when you mm. do it too, which is really tricky, you know? Mm-hmm. So you go, okay, I want to help humanity and the earth, but I want to create dependencies, you know? So sure. you know, that's self-reliance is one of the yoga arms, you know, that mm-hmm. they talk about, you know, right thinking, right eating, right, 
right to right living, you know, all that stuff, you know, and being sovereign and on and on. But uh, yeah, following but, that divine flow. Yeah, yeah. And the flow is abundant, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like when you get in that flow, everything just starts, starts going. Now, if you're in social consciousness, good luck, because that's on a downward spiral. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, one world is collapsing, it's on the downward spiral, and the, the other world is, is moving up, you know, so it's coming in. So, so just, it's okay, you know, it's really okay for this old world to just let it collapse. It, it's not mm-hmm. worth maintaining anyway. Well, you make it, you mean you bring up some good points because it's like, I think that's what we're trying to do is a lot of us are holding on to the old ways. Yeah. And I have to have a job and I have to do this and I have to earn money and I have to, you know, play this whole game. And it's like, I feel like the universe is really asking us just step back for a second, take a deep breath. We got you. We're going to take care of you. Yeah. And you just need to follow that, even though it may not make sense mentally. Like if you're being asked to leave your job or you're being asked to go move somewhere, I feel like if, if you're in your heart and that really feels good, follow that, trust it, you know? And yeah. Cause you don't know what's going to open up and you don't know how it's going to open up. And when we try to like, you know, grab onto it and grasp, like, well, how's this all going to work out? Then, then it's like, and we don't let the it, divine yeah. like flow through it. Like you were just talking about I mean, mango. It is. It really mango. is. I mean, that feels like the message. Right? They, I heard, I heard they said that last frontier of self mastery is, is letting go of control. It's, wow. it's just letting go. Oof. Just, and and get in that flow you know and, and just let it happen and you know you know a little bit about my story I don't like talking about myself that much but there was a time where when I, after I had the near-death experience I had I was in commercial real estate I had my own office I was doing a lot of construction and uh, you know I was totally entrenched in that world and I, I just walked away from it I let it mm. go and I gave everything away I said, I'm out of here. I gave everything away. I sold, sold my house to, so I could buy the ranch. And, uh, and so it was a series of steps that happened, but, uh, I let everything go and then everything came back to me like twice as much. Wow. And, and then I'm, so I'm trying to, and people keep coming, trying to give me things. Oh no, give it, find somebody else, find another avenue for that. Cause I I'm trying to simplify mm. and, uh, and just live close, a simple life, close, natural, you know, way of life. And, and, uh, you know, to me, toys are nice if they, if they're functional, you know, if you can, if you know, a tractor, it's a great thing. I love him, little tractor, you know, mm-hmm. I have John Deere tattooed to my butt all winter long <laughs> moving the snow, but you know, that's getting old too. But, but the, uh, uh, you know, it's fun. That tractor becomes an extension of you in the backhoe and you're mm-hmm. in there working with it. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, but you know, it's like, you know, they, I had one guy come up and he goes, why are you using a tractor? You know, you have wheelbarrows. And I said, seriously, <laughs> you know, have you ever worked on a 70 acre ranch? Oh my gosh. You know, and, uh, and I said, okay, if you, you give me 20 or 30 people with wheelbarrows and, and I'll do the same thing with this tractor. You know? <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, you know, it's just being conscious, you know, with the land. And the same thing here is that, there's all these pressures to do this or do that. And, and a lot of pressure, people really pushing on people trying to push their way or their old ways on you or their, and you, you just have to back up and set a boundary and just say, no, you know, and back off. Let me think about this, you know, let wait, give me some time to process this and see what I want to do because we're on overwhelm right now. And, and there's so many things going on that there comes a time where you have to just like cut all the cords, cut all the ties, get out in nature and just get grounded, mm-hmm. you know, go jump in the ocean or, or something, you know, to mm-hmm. get, get all this stuff off you. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, 
you know, we, we have to, it's all about, as I said before, it's all about open mind, loving heart, pure intent, and learn the tools, self-mastery tools. And, and then things just come, you know, we're our own worst enemies, you mm-hmm. know, because we want to control everything because of some event in the past or whatever, you know, we're always trying not to let that happen again. But the more we focus on it, the more it's going to happen again <laughs> you know, right. until we let it go completely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you have a great story just talking about how you had all that stuff and then let it all go. And, you know, that's amazing because that's, that just shows the power of consciousness and the power of just following the flow and following yeah. your heart and look at what you've created all this, you know, he said he and all the amazing people that have come to your ranch. I mean, I've been there and it's incredible. The energy's there and, and having Mount Adams there and just all the, you know, the off world presence that, that is really there. It's, it's, it's incredibly powerful. And just look at if you had kept holding on and not let go, you know, this wouldn't be no, happening right now. No. You know, I mean, look at like how that has all transpired just by letting go. And so many people come to the ranch and they have to go through that same process. And, mm. and, and rather than let go, sometimes they want to attack what you're doing. So that's, mm. that's not rational. That's not this. It's really funny. You watch this process going on you go, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm good. You know, have fun with that, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, but anyway, there's, uh, there's so much going on right now. And, and I, I just been, I know both of us were feeling, you know, we're got the same hit at the same time, like what's available to us that, mm. that all of a sudden we got a glimpse of what is waiting to come in. Totally. And it, it is so mind boggling. We can't even wrap our heads around it. You know, the future that we're having, uh, where it's, it's available to us, but we have to choose it. You know, we mm-hmm. have, we have to work to make it happen, but that what's available, we can't even wrap our heads around. It's so big. Yeah. yeah. I do feel like there's so much amazing energy coming in right now. And it's like things that haven't even been on the planet or haven't been here in a really long time are coming in. And when we try to put it in our you know, rational mind, it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, we're, we're, I feel like we're just grounding rods. Like we're just these yeah, yeah. rods that are just supposed to be holding that energy. And I mean, you bring up a good point too, is, you know, as all this stuff falls away, what are we really focusing on? You know, it's, it's important to know what's falling away and honor that stuff, but it's also really important to be focused on what, what is coming in and what are we creating and you yeah. know, holding that frequency too, because there's a lot of us that are just, you know, here to do that too. So. I know Babaji was telling me, I, I asked him about these shifts and he was telling me back in the eighties, early eighties, he said, mm. you know, there's this huge energy coming to come in. And and I said, well, how's that going to affect people? And he said, some are going to get hit like a brick and some are going to hit hit like a feather. You know, it depends yeah, on go. your ability to let go and, fl- mm. and go with this flow and release the past, you know. So, uh, and now it's here. I mean, it's undeniable. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you're going to get hit with a brick or you're going to get hit with a feather, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah, well, it makes me think, I mean, I'm in the ocean all the time and it just there's currents you know you get in those currents and when you're in the current everything just flows you know and when you're out of the current you're just you're stuck you're stagnant yeah. you're not going anywhere and it's like it's just literally right there you can hop back in that flow of yeah. the divine energy and um even when it makes no sense mm-hmm. like that's the whole premise of, of yeah it's funny energy. and i was talking to one of the boat captains and he said you mm-hmm. know it's weird i these whales they always seem to follow the currents Hmm. You know, you, you watch the currents, you know, and they follow the currents and I go, duh, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to say that, you know? I go, they know what's going on, I you know, know it's right? like, yeah, they, you know, when they migrate and they probably catch a current, they, mm-hmm. it's probably this totally orchestrated flow, you know, mm-hmm. when they, 
when they do their thing. But uh, well, and you think about it. I mean, here just being around, you're posting pic, you know, videos of Arnold and yeah, and yeah. chickens, and you know, we got turtles out here, and you know, all these different pigs, all this different stuff, and it really makes you realize, you know, we're part of nature too. Like, why yeah. why did we disconnect ourselves? Because we're always like, I gotta get this done, I gotta get that done. But well, they're just. Arnold's out there playing with a, with a, you know, <laughs> whatever he finds, you know, chasing the chickens, getting sprayed by water, going for a swim, I know. you know, <laughs> like chasing some cardboard. And you the know, other, the other day, Kathy so tested this. It was so funny. <laughs> I'm sitting there and all these egrets landed over on the other side of the oh, pond, you know, mm-hmm. and they're hanging out. I said, Arnold, go chase the egrets like this. He takes off and <laughs> runs around the corner and goes out and chases all the egrets off. Sorry, I was there. She was there. Oh, that's and so I go, awesome. I go, what, what, who is this pig? You know, <laughs> you know, he's a wild boar, you know, he's like doing his thing, but he's funny as hell. And oh, he's so funny. it's all about, what you greet things with, you know, it, it's like if you're afraid and you fear it and everything else, then it, it's going to, then it's going to act a certain way. But mm. if you, you know, if you just feed them and make friends with them and things, but I mean, they are trouble. He's a, <laughs> he a wild boar and he's a pig, you know, and he likes to dig up everything and he likes to turn our pots all upside down and everything else. But, uh, yeah. but anyway, he's a ham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I told everybody. He's a pig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he eats everything he's a pig you know it's like what do you totally expect? i mean but you bring up good points it's like you're always one to bring in the laughter and you're always one to bring in yeah. that, that and i think when we like ah oh, what's going on if we can just laugh and you know be like little kids be like the animals you know it, it really changes the frequency and it's really that whole letting go and being in that's why i think about the that's dolphins what, and whales you yeah know? that's what they're doing you know that's what arnold is teaching us totally. here. Like, yeah. he's just doing laps here and running around and throwing things up in the air and playing with <laughs> Squealing. squealing and <laughs> so it's so cute. it's hilarious you know but i i go be like arnold 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 doesn't give a shit you know? <laughs> arnold's just he's just arnold he does whatever he wants you know but uh, it's pretty yeah. funny but anyway i think we're coming up close we've got just uh not too many minutes left i want to get to some questions so yeah. we, we've got um some questions that uh i'll let you jump in there and do some right, questions do some question and answers here Will the souls of my family members still ascend if they have passed away? Uh, well, that's, it's kind of interesting because it depends on the consciousness that they passed with and, uh, and also if other people have been praying for them and things like that. So, so that, that's not a, a blanket question you can answer. It's an individual question. So, yeah, there is a burn. And when you cross over, there's a burn, a lot of stuff gets burned off and you, you, most people make it, you know, out, but some people go into the fourth, fourth dimension and then they just do the wheel and then come right back in again and have to work out their stuff again. So it depends on the consciousness of the individual when they crossed over. Will we still be here when ascension happens or do we all die to go to another dimension? Um, You don't have to die to go to another dimension. You know, it's like, you know, a lot of people are, are sitting here right now in a physical body, but they're they're carrying 7D consciousness and, and projecting that out and helping others. So, uh, yeah, we don't know. We don't have to die to I mean, you can leave your body anytime and go up through the through the continuum all the way to the source if you want. You know, so, you know, some people are going to change in frequency and, and they're going to hit that critical mass and flip over and going to the fifth, you know, or, or, you know, on up, you know, so there's, there's so many possibilities. It's kind of individual. There's a lot of questions about Ascension in here. Yeah. Um, 
I'll change to a different topic. Will the reset of the money be a good one or a bad one? Um, I think they're doing all they can to, to implement the negative reset, but I think it's going to fall on its face. And I think there's a positive one coming. It's going to be more fair. So uh, it, it's just a matter. We're seeing the cleanup right now and, and the old guard has to implode and the, the banksters are imploding right now too. And, and that whole global elite is like, you know, imploding basically. So once that's done, but there's going to be a back and forth thing going on for a little while. And then, and then the, the you know, you really think about it. If you have a replicator and free energy, what do you need an economy for? <laughs> yeah, which, so when these technologies come in, it's like, who cares? You know, they can do whatever they want. You know, I can make whatever I want. Are the space arts that Dr. Michael Sala is sharing for real? Or is it more disinformation than ever? You know, as far as the space arcs, I know there are, those things are real. There are ships that are, have been parked and sitting there. I'm pretty sure they're ancient Lyrian when I looked into it. They're the ancient Lyrian ships. Uh, they're finding ships everywhere. And uh, uh, when we checked in, I think we, we asked about that and they said, yeah, that, yeah. that they are happening. You know? If the Cabal is planning blue beam aliens, and our galactic families are also planning on revealing themselves. How will we know the difference? Maybe due to Cabal will be malevolent? Yeah, well, they've, they've planned on that for a long time. And their planned opposition people, even in the UFO community, have been pushing that agenda. And, uh, and, and so it's, it's already, I mean, everybody knows about it now. So, it's, so it's, when, when everybody starts figuring it out and finds out about it, then they don't fall through with it but uh you know they might they're, they're already doing blue beam stuff in other countries and things like that but uh during wars you know the projected image of allah or somebody up there Muhammad, you know and uh and that's been already going on but i i just think that's a it's a big fail and uh a lot of people too they're worried about nuclear war now you know with putin and they're going well, russia's going to go to nuclear war and, and i said really i said they're, they can't launch a thing. Nobody can launch anything. We can't even launch anything. They're on it. You know, the higher dimensional beings just, they already showed us they can just deconstruct our, anything we launch, you know? So, so, uh, and you know, they're, they're on it. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't even worry about that. I don't even see that as a possible future. Are the Dracos the fallen angels or is it the Anunnaki? You know, that's really interesting because I would not call a Draco a fallen entity. They're just, they're just <laughs> reptiles, you know, they're reptilian beings and there's Royal reptilians. And then there's, there's different classes of the reptilians and uh, different groups and, and they're very self-serving and they, they, uh, they have no respect for humanity or human life at all. And, and uh, we have to respect that, you know, and, and deal with them accordingly but uh, the, now the fallen angels could be anything. They could be ancient Lyrians. It could be Pleiadians, the ones that found the earth human to be fair and took them as wives. Uh, things like, you know, they have all those stories in that. Now, where they fallen, they may have fell from their dimension, you know, and got hooked up in the physical and connected here. Uh, it just depends. You know, there's, there's demonic type beings. There's, there's, uh, there's when you talk about the Anunnaki they're they are the bearded gods they're human you know they're more human and they're not reptilian Marduk actually made a pact with the reptilians and uh and so for supremacy of the earth and we've been under that 
that draconian law or sense, but that's being broken now and taken care of. But uh, there's so much going on to that story, but uh, the, there's benevolent Anunnaki that are coming in to take care of those that fell from universal law. They're being taken out. And there's all kinds of agreements. You know, we have our space force and then we have our earth alliances and we have the Federation of worlds and we have all these different things lined up to, to, uh, to usher in this new consciousness, this whole new world. So, and then you got the dark fleet and you got the other guys doing their thing on the, in the cabal on the other side, but they're, their contracts up, they're done. You know, they, they're doing all they can to hang on, but it's not going to work. Why do many truthers claim flat earth? <laughs> what are they, or are we missing? Flat earth. Yeah. I, I keep getting asked that question about the flat earth. Well, earth, the, I'll tell you the earth, our earth was actually birthed from the sun and it started out as a hot gaseous ball of, of, of energy, you know, and then through centrifugal force, the our centripetal force, everybody has different names. The the heavier elements went to the outside to form the crust, and then it started gathering other material from space and water and, and ice and a lot of comets are ice and things like that. So over the years, you know, it formed a planet, but they're still hollow on the inside, and there's they're honeycomb. So so the if you look at Mercury, you can still see the light shooting through the poles. And other so a young planet will have light shooting through the poles and light shooting through the crust until the crust is fully formed. And a circle, a ball or a circle is 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 the more natural state of, of in this, everything. This kind of goes into the next question, which says, Do you think the earth is more of a toroidal shape? Well, it depends on what level. Energetically, yes. You know, physically, no. You know, because everything has its it has biofields to it, and and it has energy fields to it, but on not toroidal. Well, it is open at the poles, so so kind of, yeah, you yeah. might. And it's actually not perfectly round either. It's like almost like kind of pear shaped, you know, because it because of certain events. But uh, uh, you know, it's looks round, you know, from space yeah. when you're when you're coming up on it. Are the three days of darkness a psyop? Boy, that's a good question because I've heard three days. I've heard 12 days. I've heard all of these things. And there's so many ways you can interpret that. You know, one would be the grid going down. One would be a massive planet going in between the sun and us. Uh, There's, there's a lot of different ways of interpreting that. And, and, you know, it might be more than one answer to it. So the, the 12 days of darkness might be something going between us and the sun. It might be uh, the grid going down, you know, it could be just by there. You know, I need to look into that because everything keeps changing. At one time, a lot of these things were fixed and now it's getting really fluid and a lot of things are being let go. So, uh, you know, we really have to look into the, what, like we're just saying all the timelines seem to change just recently. So, I'm not sure. I think, I think we're in free flow and we've got to start create, creating what we want and, you know, work with the higher dimensional beings that have those abilities. What would a timeline split look like? A uh, timeline split. That's interesting because, uh, you know, I think we're always jumping timelines and the more you meditate, the more you, uh, and practice, do your spiritual practices, your frequencies go up and then, there's multiple time. There's at least eight Earths, and one is just a little phased out than the other. 
so you've got like eight Earths and you've got all these timelines and you have all these other things going on. And so there can be a bifurcation of, 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 of the world which you're in might just, the whole world could shift. This one's interesting. Is the surface of the earth covered with giant beings that we live on? Uh, probably a lot of dead ones, <laughs> you know. Uh, heard that. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard heard all kinds of stories. You know, they have the turtle. You know, we're living on a turtle, or and we're living on this and that. But no, I don't. I think the earth is a living, <laughs> living being. You know, and you know also Gaia actually merged with Pleiadian, the Pleiadian. Uh, Gaia, you might say, like the mother of Mother Earth of Pleiades, of the Pleiades actually merged with uh, with the Earth, so that's going to get really interesting. That happened quite a while ago. Everything seems more alive and illuminated. Are those effects from the sun? And can you speak about this visible iridescent effect? Yeah, definitely. That is not just from the sun. We're moving into a highly energized place in space and we're getting bombarded by all these energies that are coming in from outside more than we've ever seen before. The whole electromagnetic light spectrum is changing. There's more blue in the ultraviolet now and that's coming in. Uh, There's so many things happening right now. And then we get these big solar bursts that are hitting us as well. And so even during solar minimums, we're still getting flares and, and, so it's a, it's a natural process. It's part of our evolution to go to the next level and, and the whole universe is pushing us in that direction. What are you most excited about personally for when the shift is over? Free energy, open contact, et cetera. Are there any aspects of the shift that you think will happen that we maybe haven't heard before? You know, what I'm most excited about is the big reunion you know, with our families, you know, our galactic families. I just, you know, I keep communicating with them and everything else, but I want to give them all a big hug. (laughs) You know, that's, that's where I'm at. So uh, uh, I'm, that's what I'm just really looking forward. Like, you know, I've done my time here and, uh, and, you know, I've, I've gotten my licks and bruises and everything from being here. and, And now I'm just ready to kind of chill out and be with people on the same frequency. That would be amazing. Yeah. What does the flower of life signify? Yeah, the flower of life. That's interesting. But, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's probably too long to go into. We only have like a minute left, you know, to go into the flower of life. But there's all kinds of geometric patterns right now. And they're being shown in the, the crop circles and everything else. And they have so many messages to them that you have to kind of meditate on each one and look at it. And some are talking about technology. Some are ancient symbols to reawaken us and trigger our subconscious you know some are messages about the future and timelines merging and there's so many things happening but i think it's amazing because i think they have the flower flower of life burned through this rock in egypt and it's all the way through the rock wow and and so you go okay who did that you know who you know it's it's uh yeah, so so and there's things like that that have been left over that there's no way that this is the first rodeo. You know, we've been several advanced civilizations have been on the planet and, and we're just evolving again up to, we're not, we haven't even caught up to our ancestors yet. What's the name of the opening song you always have on your broadcast? Oh, it's an Indian in the Machine and D- Dieter, I got to keep forgetting his name, but yeah. And uh, if you just type in Google Indian in the machine, I think it'll come up. 
Are we close to MSM going down? Oh, God, we got, well, <laughs> we're at the end of the hour, so I have to sign. But um, yeah, yeah, these age, the, all these news companies are just, I mean, their listening base is gone. So who's propping them up? You know, the Illuminati are propping these, these, these stations, you know, up. So uh, yeah, they're going to go by the wayside only because everybody's moving and nobody's listening to them anymore. And there's no, there's, there's no foundation there and there's no, there's no income. There's no, it's not an asset anymore. So they're just going to phase out, you know, but like Truth Social, all these other ones are coming out and everybody's moving over there. All of them, you're going to see all these platforms just kind of collapse. And then the ones that are uh, working in line with universal law and free speech and everything else, those are going to continue, you know, but we still have to behave ourselves. You know, we have to be kind to each other and listen, you know, and not just attack, you know, because, because yeah, you'll get kicked off. We kick people out of our place all the time for doing it. <laughs> so we go, come on, guys, you know, let's have, let's have a discussion. Let's not drop into character assassination here, you know, but uh, anyway, that's the way it's going. But, you know, unfortunately we hit the end of the hour here. We're going to have to sign off and uh, thank God, you know, for all the awesome people that have helped me get my fiber optics up here and get the studio going and, and uh, the people at Telcel and everything else has just been amazing. And uh, so all I can say is keep an open mind, uh, loving heart, pure intent, ride this wave that's coming in and let go. And, and just, you'll find yourself so free when you do. And, and that, that energy of freedom is just, there's nothing, there's no price for it, you know. Anyway, have a great evening and uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. Thank you.